sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Saddleball Routine Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Three, two, one. You're alive? Yes, I'm alive. I'm alive. <laughs> I went shopping yesterday and I survived. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, so this, anyway. Yeah, this time of year, that's, mm, that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. Well, we just got a text. Our friend at the Elks, Ed, Ed, uh, Dave Bianchi, is not going to be here today. But I promised him I was going to give him a huge shout. Um, for those do- who do not know, um, Dave has always been in charge of our national free throw hoop shoot contest for is our... Is the Elks Club? Yes. It was so amazing. I mean, I remember. I think you remember this, D. like, I don't know how many years ago it was, um, probably five, six years ago, He when he came here... In the studio, he gave me my 10-year pin, my Elks 10-year pin. That's right. I do remember that. So I was thinking, I haven't looked on my card, but I'm thinking it was like five years later. So I was, I thinking today that I'm going to get maybe my (laughs) 15-year pin. And I didn't even say anything to him, right? And I'm like, I don't know. I had this thing in my head, you know, I just like manifesting this in my brain. But um, this is the big deal. This is the real deal. Sunday, December 18th, okay? This Sunday, December 18th, at the Youth Page Center between 1, you got to register, 1 o'clock p.m., and uh, the contest groups are 8 to 9, 10 to 11, 12 to 13, and um, it's a really cool thing because then after you, if you make that, then you go to the quarterly semis, finals. It's a whole national thing. It's really kind of cool. We've actually had some representatives here from uh, Santa Barbara uh, get to, the, I believe, the semis. But um, the chair, the um, Elks and Dave, he's been the chair of this program for over 20 years now. So, you know, we love his dedication and I wish um I'm sure he'll be able to visit us if we get some uh, players going to the next level because that's when he was here. So that's the big news for the big contest that I want everybody to participate in because it's fun. Um, the Elks has always been a really important thing in my life because my Aunt Marion, when I was a little girl, we used to go to have Sunday dinners once a month and they lived in the back of their property. They had an acre. It was a super nice house. I always thought my Aunt Marion was rich, okay? But, and what I thought it was because she lived in front of the Elks. So her backyard, we used to run all the way in the backyard and then we used to jump the fence and that was the Elks. So for my whole life... I was like, I, I think I've always been an elk. It's amazing. So mm-hmm. um, what we're going to do is uh, turn off the phone because <laughs> my phone just rang. And, um, and who that was, that was Sammy Schaefer because Sammy Schaefer and Ambrose Partee, those are, are uh, San Marcos High School Royals. They're going to be joining us today. So without further ado, let's get to the recaps, and then we're going to be interviewing Ambrose and Sammy. So let's get to it. Romy, you're in the house. What's going on at Santa Barbara High School? Thank you, Erica, and hello, everyone. This is Romy Davies, Santa Barbara High School senior, reporting back from Santa Barbara, California, with this week's SP Dawn Sports Recap. On Saturday, the boys' basketball team lost 49-53 against Spring Valley of Nevada on the final day of the Pacifica Tournament in Oxnard. The game was closed throughout though and included a 21-21 halftime score. The boys coach Corey Adams said we had three four good looks in the last three minutes to tie the game but unfortunately we were not able to get any to fall. And he also mentioned that he was very proud of the boys for their growth and hard work throughout the week. 
In water polo news, the girls fell to Santa Margarita 10-6 and Martin Luther King 11-6 and finished 8th at the 32-team Villa Park Tournament this weekend. Olivia Obondo, Ella McClear, and Layla Seismzak had two goals each against Santa Margarita, and the girls trailed 8-5 with four minutes to go, but unfortunately couldn't quite close the gap. Coach Mark Walsh said the girls played a lot of minutes against great competition this weekend. I could not be more proud of their effort. Next Wednesday, they play Rio Mesa at our home pool. On Thursday, junior Jesus Miranda scored both goals for the Santa Barbara Highs boys soccer team in a 2-2 draw with Buena in a Channel League match, bringing the boys to 1-1-2 on the season and 0-1-1 in league. That's it for this week's Espeon's Recap and see you next time. Thank you, Romy. Okay, next up, DP High School, Valeria. What is going on with the Chargers? Thanks, Erica, and hi, everyone. I'm Valeria Tiburcio-Romo with this week's Charger Recap. Starting off with boys soccer, they had their season opener against Carpinteria High. Unfortunately, they lost the game with a final score of 1-0. Then, moving on to boys basketball, they went to Santa Barbara High to play in a tournament. In that tournament, they played against St. John Bosco who are one of the Trinity League powerhouses. The final score was 93-48, with St. John Bosco winning. Then, girls soccer had a home game versus Carpinteria High, with the final score of 2-0, Chargers taking the win. And girls water polo played against Rio Mesa, with the final score of 14-0, Chargers also taking the win. Senior Ava Bennett scored 6 goals, 4 assists, and 6 steals. Then, going back to boys basketball, they played against Rio Mesa. Senior Grant Hughes led the game and scored 21 points. The teams played overtime and the final score was 72-64, Rio Mesa taking the win. Our girls basketball team also played against Rio Mesa with Justine Katz scoring 19 points and 10 rebounds. The final score was 43-34, the Chargers winning the game. Then girls soccer played against Buena High School for their first league game. The final score was 2-1 with the Chargers winning the game. Boys soccer also played against Buena with a final score of 0-1, Buena taking the win. Boys wrestling also competed against Buena with a final score of 43-33, the Chargers winning. Then going back to girls basketball, they played in a tournament in Oxnard versus Rigetti High School. The final score was 35-57, Rigetti taking the win. And also going back to girls water polo, they played against Redondo Union with a final score of 6-2, the Chargers winning the game. And finally, boys soccer playing against Rio Mesa with the final score of 3-0, the Chargers taking that win. And that is it for this week's Charger Recap. I'm Valeria Tiburcio-Romo, and I'll see y'all next week. Thank you, Valeria. Okay, next up, Sean Walters, Bishop Diego High School. Talk to me. Thank you so much, Erica. This is Bishop Diego High School senior Sean Walters signing on once again to give you the Bishop Diego High School Sports Recap. Last Monday, our girls' basketball team defeated San Inez in a non-league home game, 39-29. Galilea de la Cruz led the way for the Cardinals with 10 points. Amazing job, girls. The following day on Tuesday, we once again had a long series of games that included boys' soccer tying Kate 0-0, girls' soccer unfortunately getting beaten 9-5 by Rigetti, and boys' basketball playing Thatcher. The Frostoff team won 49-38, JV dominated with winning 64-25, and Varsity displayed another stellar performance with a 59-43 win of their own. 
Also, on Wednesday, the boys' varsity basketball team dominated Dunn with a 72-46 win at home. Luis Fernandez led the way for the Cardinals with 26 points, and Brian Trejo added another 13. Amazing job, guys. Boys' varsity basketball now looks to play Capistrano Valley on Thursday at 7. Boys soccer will then play San Inez on Saturday, followed by all boys basketball teams playing away at Moore Park. Well, everyone, that's all I've got for your Bishop Sports recap. Please don't forget to tune in once again next week. This is Sean Walters signing off. All right, we have in the house, really in the house, San Marcos High School Royals, Ambrose Partey and Sammy Schaefer. They are with us right now. And look, I could see them. Look at them. Dominique, are they cute? Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) What the world wants to know, because, you know, Belgium, Frankfurt, Moscow, they all... We have lots of listeners. We have lots of listeners throughout the world, especially since we got picked up by Eternity Ready Radio. If you haven't checked it out, it's the Christian Broadcasting Network. And... It's, they're awesome. So they we air on their show every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Now, this is what we want to know. Look at look how cute they are, right? I'm thinking Gene Pool. I'm thinking I'm thinking a lot of different things. What? You can take the fifth. <laughs> What's going on? So how did you guys connect and, and how did this all happen? Because we've never had a duet, as they say, and we got a royal duet. So talk to me. How did this happen? Um, yeah, we just got. Oh, I in. like that. I like that. Would you see? You know, just would you like to start? That's called Eric, manners. Would you like to start? I know that's called manners. I love it. I, I love it. <laughs> okay, we won't yeah. interrupt. Go for it. <laughs> We're both in ASB, and during a meeting, we just got called in um, to talk to Mr. Jahadami, and he just told us about this opportunity and asked us if we would like to do it. And yeah, we, we jumped. We jumped. We jumped. Wow, togetherness. That's <laughs> cute. So, like, at, so were you the only two people in the room? I'm just saying. No. No, we were, we were, <laughs> with, our whole, we were with our whole ASB team. Okay. We were in the room with everyone, and Mr. Jodomy came in and pulled us out. Whoa. So, shout out to teens. If you have not considered being a part of the ASB, it is a fantastic opportunity to participate in your, t- in your school. Nice. Okay, well, we got... Um, a few people in the house. I just want to go through really quick because they might want to ask you questions. We've got Alex Ramirez. Alex, uh, introduce yourself. Sorry, I was muted. Uh, hi, I'm <laughs> Alex. <laughs> uh, I am a fitness trainer here in Santa Barbara, so I provide in-person training and online training. And of course, you know, I work with a lot of teens and athletes. Uh, right now, I have these group of four boys that I'm training. They're ages six to ten. They're a lot of fun. But uh, I worked with uh, Erica's kids when they were in their prime in high school. Got John going. Remember, we got John to bulk up and put on some muscle real quick, real fast. Well, he needed to, he needed a gain and get big twenty because when you're playing D two catcher starting, you know you need to get a little thicker. That's what I was told, and you did that. So yeah. thank you so much for that. Yeah, of course. I appreciate that. All right. Also, we've got Dr. Jean in the house. Dr. Jean, introduce yourself. Not that these kids are going to have any emotional issues down the road, but it's nice to know somebody who's got that those skill sets. Well, thank you for that intro. <laughs> Both Dr. Jean and Dr. Jean Therapy dot com and yeah you know i think uh because i'm a somatic psychotherapist i think sometimes people think i've really got to have like emotional pieces you know things are falling apart but really a lot of what i do is helping to integrate you know what are the parts of 
you know, especially in athletics, right? You have to like endure pain and, you know, struggle. And, you know, what are the parts that are like feeling good? And what are the parts that you can allow to like, yeah, maybe there are some emotional things. And then what can you do to really connect with your body um, in the downtime, right? Of like, okay, now I'm not pushing myself. How do I get internal a little bit? And that can also help with a little bit of the psyche, right? Of like, what are the thoughts that I have about my ability to do this athletic piece that I'm doing, right? Like, what are some of my doubts? So that's a lot of what I work with in the mental health piece is like, how do you strengthen your self-esteem and your like ability of like, I can do this. So nice. Yeah. Well, we also have a gymnast, Stanford, medical doctor, in case you, you're past that, but you know, you need some medical doctor. And okay, we got Dr. Amy Salzman in the house. How you doing, Dr. Amy? Good morning. I'm Dr. Amy Saltzman. I'm at stillquietplace.com. And although Erica's pushing the far end of what I do, I'm going to push kind of the near end or the preventive end of what I do and say that you don't need to be in crisis to reach out and you don't need to be in crisis to develop skills that will support you in sports, in school, in your relationships. Um, you can do those things preventively. So in relative to this conversation, um, I teach mindfulness to athletes to achieve peak performance and find flow. And the bonus side effect of that is that mindfulness has been proven to decrease stress, depression, anxiety, but you can do it before you have those things. No, I look at these kids they're, they're adorable okay but what they've had to go through because they're you're both seniors right yeah we're both seniors yeah. this year so, I mean, honestly you had to go through the pandemic when you're in your 40s you're going to look back on this and die laughing right because you're going to say boy did we re our generation really stomped on you and i am so sorry because i'm trying to be <laughs> the mouthpiece for you but the whole thing was like are you joking me right now? But I know internally you guys have would have and did figure it out. But what I feel bad about is, you know, you didn't really get the audience that you deserved because when you're working your ass off, okay, and I know I can't say that, but I just did. Um, <laughs> and you're working so hard and you don't get the, you don't get to bring you don't your not parents. You don't have the hurrah. Yeah, you didn't get to bring your parents in. Really, it, it's not the same watching a game on Zoom. I'm sorry, it's just not. You know, you don't get to say, so let, let's get some feelings about that. Cause you were what sophomore, freshman, sophomore or junior. I already forgot the pandemic's over. See, it's just like a wisp of wind now. <laughs> so how'd, how'd that affect you? Cause you're both athletes. Yeah. Um, we were both like freshmen, sophomore. Um, I was playing volleyball at the time and um, my season had like just ended. So it didn't affect my indoor career, but it did affect my beach career. Um, and I didn't get to play beach volleyball and like my sophomore year, I didn't get to play indoor. And like, that was obviously like hard and that was a bummer. But um, this year we were able to kind of bounce back and things were able to go back to normal, which I was really grateful for. Nice. So and what yeah, and for, for me, like due to, due to COVID and injury, like put together, I only got to play one season of football throughout my oh. whole life. Career, so that was rough, but I got to play all four years of wrestling. You well, know, that, we had a, yeah. Yeah, Wrestling's had, fantastic. Yeah, that's that's the cross training. I mean, w w do you guys uh, aspire to continue your athletic career, whether it, it be intramurals or are you seeking to play sports in college or what's your dream? 
Yeah, I'm going to play sports in college. I plan to keep wrestling. Good. Plan to go to like a division two level, maybe right. division one. Lucky. Nice. Yay. Yay. Um, I do not think I'll be continuing with sports in college. I'll be continuing with musical theater in college. Nice. Awesome. Well, we support not only sports, we support <laughs> theater, debate club, all the things where teens get together and, and do things as a group. Yeah. Let's do this. Before. And the same skills definitely apply in um, musical performance and theater as they do in um athletics yep. yeah i don't know how we could do that we got christine marie here she we always we've got all these different components to this show and she's a ter, <laughs> she's a tarot reader have you guys ever had a reading with tarot i, I have not no <laughs> okay well i'm sure christine's gonna do a donation i've never asked her for anything and let me tell sure. you my son john had all of his friends over they were i don't know it was like their first break first freshman or sophomore in college and the whole his sole senior class at bishop they came over we had this huge it was during covid okay whatever <laughs> we we temperatured everyone yeah we temperature yeah we do we shot him in the head with the little gun thing <laughs> so anyway and then she read tarot for everybody and to this day has come back it's, it's just very like meaningful magic. it's very meaningful you'll get to learn about it. why don't you pull a card and just give him a little teaser christine and then well, we'll give you know, contact information the way that I read tarot is different from um, from most you know, people. I read it from an yeah I read it from a Jungian perspective, which is a depth psychology. So it's the unconscious becoming conscious. The tarot is some people think it's. I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't uh, so, I have so many cards in here. I, I um, love the tarot as going deep into yourself to figure out what your inner yeah, voice is telling you. Yeah, I don't you. read stuff to like. Well, the thing is, I, I just I did some readings last night at an event called um, How Howell at the Hotel Californian, um, and I where they pay me and I do readings. I do little little mini oh, readings man. for people. Full moon last night was the full moon. And it's amazing to me how I have the, you pick the cards. I don't pick the cards for you. It's really important for me to the, whoever I'm reading for to you pick the card. So they pick a card and I read the card and they'll, their draw, their jaw will drop. It'll be like, how could you know that? I'm like, I don't know anything. I just know what the card says. The card says this. And, you know, so like if I were to pick a card for today, right? Okay, so, well, right, we'll so. do it like this. We'll, we'll let Sammy go first. And uh, uh -huh. you hold the cards. I like it when you do that. And then you tell Sammy where to go. Can you do that? Okay. Well, so these are, I'm just, I'm just picking major arcana cards right now. Cause I have them. My cards aren't shuffled and the major okay. arcana, Perfect. it's just about the major milestones. Every human being goes through, right. And we go through them over and over and over again. It's like 22 cards. The archetypal so what I'll story do is, of humanity. Yeah. So like what I, what I can do is like, I can just keep shuffling them around and Sammy tell me when to stop shuffling. Right. So when you want me to stop shuffling, just say stop. Stop. Okay. Now, do you want me to do you want me to pick from the beginning, the end, or the middle? The middle. The oh, middle. Wow. Okay, I would so say the same thing, Sammy. <laughs> I'm going to open it in the middle. And do you I want got you. The, do you want it to be this card or this card? Like the the bottom card here or the top card here? The top card. Top this all one? day, baby. Okay. So this is your card. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. All right. Interesting. This card is the the wheel of fortune. Woo! So, 
<laughs> it's basically the sense of that everything is happening in perfect timing and it's all happening exactly the way it should. So if there's something that you're thinking should be happening in a different way, or it's just to know that you, you and that everything's sort of, I mean, in, in some ways, everything is destined and in other ways, we always have free choice, right? And so there are different ways that you can think about it, but just, you know, you're always going to come up against these choices over and over and over again, especially if they seem very similar, you know that it's something that you're working on. So this is a card of destiny and that everything is really happening just the way it's supposed to. And you can trust in the process of things. So you might okay. you might hook up with uh, Ambrose in 10 years ago. He's going to be looking at you eye to eye and say, wheel up fortune. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Okay. So what do okay. we got for Ambrose? Shuffle. Start okay. Shuffle. So I'm going to shuffle and then you tell me, oops, whoa. I'm not going to tell you what that one is unless it comes out okay. again. So when they flip out, that's actually one thing, too. So I could actually tell you what that card is, or we can just just tell me when you want me to stop shuffling. Uh, it did. Is that, was that a now or am I keep? You're oh, going to say going. stop. Keep you say keep stop, going, baby. When you say stop, I will I'm stop. excited about this. Can you tell? Stop. Put my, oh, okay. Here we go. Now, do you want me to pick from the top, the bottom or the middle? Let's go middle. Woo! Middle, okay. And you want it to be the bottom of this middle or the top of this middle bottom oh my gosh this oh. is the card that fell out <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is and i think and it's because so i wanted to be so it's um ah, ah. how do i get it here we there go you. there we go this is the temperance card it's the archangel it's the te temperance angel is the angel of healing she has one foot in the water in the oh, deep unconscious and one clear. foot on the material world and so it's really a card of balance and healing so it would indicate to me that you're in a healing process right now and balance is not stasis balance is flow balance is you know if you're an athlete you know if you're even if you're surfing moving you know doing any of these kinds of things you're finding your balance in the movement and so this is really a card of um of healing so i would say that you're in a healing process right now and that um you know it's it's um she's she's the the alchemical angel she's always pull, pouring light into dark and dark into the light and so she's finding the balance and she's able to move in two worlds so your unconscious and your conscious are sort of working together for you right now to help you heal nice that that's what i would say about that card. wow okay well we're gonna give you christine i'll text you christine's uh contact information and i know you're giving me the go 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 and i got abe jihadami behind you like looking at the clock so let's do this <laughs> Talk to me. We've got the duet here in the house. Thank you guys so much for showing up. So what is going on at the San Marcos Royals? Thanks, Erica. It's Sammy Schaefer. And Ambrose Partee. Here with the San Marcos Sports Update. Boys soccer took on Real Mesa in a channeling opener Tuesday night. Senior Tolly Knowles scored a goal in the first minute of the match. Tuesday was a great night for our seniors. We got goals from Luke Sheffy, Leo Hernandez, Fabian Rosales, and Leonel Olivo. And we were able to secure a 5-2 win. Last Tuesday night, the San Marcos wrestling team took on Pacifica at home. We won 46-34. The seniors had a great night. Ambrose, didn't you get a pin? I did. So did Chuck Wickline, Jacob Dominguez, Jake Carroll, and Emmanuel Munoz. Wow! In other news, our Royals hockey team made a comeback last weekend, winning 8-0 against the Burbank Cougars. Eli Hines led the team in points, and there were goals from Calvin Frizzell and Johnny Namella. Great work, boys. That's what we have for you guys this week. Back to you, Erica.
back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. This is Dominique Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center, and I love doing a hygge moment. A hygge. So today's hygge is going to be slightly different. I'm going to change it up a bit because we're, you know, in the middle of holidays. We had Thanksgiving. We're headed into Hanukkah, Christmas, you know, winter celebrations. And um, my intention with hygge, first of all, is to really get everyone to understand this relatively new word. So hygge is a Danish word that, um, and if you look it up on the Wikipedia, it actually means to give courage, comfort, and joy. It's very interesting, give courage. So it stems from an old Norse word, which actually means to think. And it includes like the, the idea of soul, mind, consciousness. So sometimes when we talk about uh, a hygge moment, or you hear someone talk about the high hygge. Yeah, the winter season <laughs> as being a high hygge time. What are they talking about? It's a little bit elusive because we're attempting to conjure a feeling that encompasses many things. It's about things that are physically present, people that are physically present. It's about the words that we're using, and it's about our intention with spending time with family and friends. So. Hygge moments, usually when we visualize them, we think of them as, you know, laughing, fun, cozy, having a cup of hot chocolate and, and just having fun. But teens, I, I want you to know that your parents, especially over the holidays, cannot engineer a happy, happy holiday. It just, sometimes holidays are bumpy and rough. And uh, we can all share lots of stories on bumpy and rough holidays. So if you had a bumpy Thanksgiving and you're not looking forward to what you perceive might be a bumpy Christmas or Hanukkah and so forth, kind of want to talk about that in the sense of how do we engineer a hygge moment when we know someone might say something or do something that's eh, the other people are going to find perhaps a little hurtful. So parents and grandparents, I want you to understand that Hygge really has to do with authenticity, creating an authentic, real moment that is soulful. And this is an opportunity to have feelings. And those feelings include what we sometimes call shadow emotions. So it includes sadness, discomfort, anger, resentment. All those feelings are welcomed into a hygge moment because hygge has to do with being soulful and real. So what I want to advise, especially teens and parents, if you haven't considered this for the holidays, try to set the stage. So if you know something might be a little uncomfortable when certain people get together. Don't put them sitting next to each other. That's what we did. We actually had tables. We're like, you know, not Democrat, Republican, not COVID, not COVID. We didn't go like to that extent. Okay. We kind of integrated it. And then we put calm people like Christine Marie. She was the center of one table. Okay, we had Dominique, center of table two. See, so those are the people that can navigate through any little issue. And since Christine brought the turkey, we had a marvelous experience. It was wonderful. Thank you, Christine. (laughs) Calming things down can help bring clarity. Calmness Mm -hmm. can bring clarity. So, and, and know this too, really important. You don't need to know the answer. The point about creating hygge in your life is that you're creating a a situation where people can sink in, relax, and be real. I don't know if there's tools. Dr. Jean, do you have any tools? You know, we'll let you go first because we know you've got an appointment. 
but to help out no. with this. I, I just have so many people. I got to say, this is out of my whole life. I have never had that many people that I've talked to since Thanksgiving that had um, Didn't have a, a dis- Thanksgiving. Yeah, had a disappointing Thanksgiving. So I'm like, well, hell no. We've got to, okay, we got to change that story because by Christmas, because we had a wonderful experience over Thanksgiving. But but let's change that story. And we have people in the house right now that could give us those stools. Dr. Jean. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, why we might not allow our emotions to just slowly, you know, flow out freely and, 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 and in family, right? Where sometimes you might think, oh, well, that's the place, right? You're among family, but sometimes it, it maybe hasn't been safe to allow your emotions to be expressed. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to acknowledge that, that sometimes it does depend on, on who you're with and who's around you. Um, but that to really allow an authentic emotion, it might be that just the noticing, um, sometimes people feel disconnected from their emotion, that they don't, I don't have emotion. I don't ever allow myself to be angry or sad. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, is that there's always something that's happening in the body. It's more, how can you pay attention to it? So if in the moment, when you feel something happening in the body, you might not be able to name that as, oh, that's anger or frustration. It's just a sensation. So naming that and then maybe even later coming back to it with somebody who you feel safe to express it with. Say, hey, you know, when this was being said, this this was coming up for me. And being able to describe and to talk about what that was, sometimes that's the work, is being able to name what was this? It was actually anger and fear together. It was both of those. So it's not that it, those um, reactions are may come out right away. It's just sometimes it takes a little time to kind of cultivate it. All right. Dr. Amy. Well, I was going to check with Dr. D on time before I start. Oh, you know something <laughs> that brilliant because he just gave us a smushy sign. You just must have this clock running in your head. And uh, Dr. Jean, if you're not going to be here, <laughs> you might... Dr. G, and if we go, we'll check if we if you can't come back, then uh, we'll. Uh, Can you give uh, us our, your contact information yes. real quick? Yeah. Uh, your Dr. contact, Jean. Dr. Yes, Dr. Yes. G, <laughs> the somatic yeah. therapist that's in the house. <laughs> Yeah. What is it? Um, DrGeneTherapy.com. Thank you. Thank you so much. All, All right, right everybody. We've got Dr. Okay. Amy Salsman right after these messages. Dance for me, dance for me, dance for me. Oh, 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 oh. I've never seen anybody do the things you do before. They say, move for me, move for me, move for me. Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Hello, this is Dr. Amy Saltzman with Teen Sports Radio and stillquietplace.com. And I just wanted to pick up on what Dr. Jean was saying 
And I think we've talked about this in the past, but I'll just give people a reminder about mindful communication. So the steps to mindful communication are checking in with yourself. What am I thinking? How am I feeling? And what do I want? Usually we're pretty good at that. The next part is often where we get hung up and that's stepping into the other person's shoes. What are they thinking? What are they feeling? And what do they want? And often if we can just step into their shoes for just a moment, that allows us to come up with more solutions, compassionate options for ourselves, for others. And I want to remind people that it's also totally fine to say, um, you know, I'm not up for this conversation right now, or it doesn't feel healthy for me to have this conversation right now, or maybe we actually need some facilitated support to have this conversation um, you, um, there's this great thing going around on the internet that says you don't have to attend every fight you're invited to, <laughs> like you get to choose whether you want to participate in a certain conversation and how you want to participate in a conversation and when you want to have a conversation. And those are all choices that we often forget in the moment. And it's really, really helpful. I do want to emphasize the thing of we can get so hung up in our own heads, me included, about what I think and how I feel and what I want, that we don't take the other person's perspective. And that's where a lot of the conflict shows up. And I know that Christine Marie has some wisdom to add. Uh -huh. Hi, yes, I do. This is Christine Marie. And the wisdom I have to add is that I heard someone speaking recently about the fact that healthy, good and healthy relationships, um, it's not that they don't have any conflict or what, what this person called was a rupture, but it's really about repair. And the safety comes into the the capacity and the ability to repair something that has that that conflict comes up and there is might be a dis a miscommunication or 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 a disagreement or even or even you could call it a rupture a, a fight, but. It, the healthy relationships are the ones where you feel safe coming back into repair. And so just because a fight broke out in Thanksgiving or, or a disagreement um, doesn't, you know, doesn't mean that it was a horrible Thanksgiving, especially it could even have repaired something amazing if you came, if you came to, to, you know, to repairing that disagreement in a, in a good way. So, um, I, yeah. I like that I, idea I, repair. Yeah, no, I, I always I always look at we're gonna take another break, but I always looked at it um, when especially you have a larger group, say over 10, 15 and you have kids. I remember when I was a kid. OK, kids, can we be excused? Yes. Now we're off playing. Right. Parents. I mean, there's always the moms and stuff like that that wants to go for the shopping. OK, the guys want to go watch football. Right. And then there's just people that just want to stick around and drink. And all of those patterns are great. What I think happens in the people that I was talking to, they try to do everything together. And maybe because it was a thing of COVID where you didn't get to see, but everybody had to, so everybody had to go shopping. Well, yeah, the couple of people that I knew that had to go shopping for four years, it was or for four hours, it was like, well, shoot me now. You know, <laughs> you know who wants to go shop? I mean, the, the football games were all on. So what I 
I told certain people to say, hey, you know, what you got to do is you have to put your, you know, you're up in management, everything. Well, there you, you go. Step into the other person's shoes. shoes. And, and just basically reposition, just say, hey, would you want to watch football for the next four hours? No, they don't want to watch football for the next four hours, but we both can win. Let me watch football four hours and you go, you shopping. go shopping. Here's the credit card. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. And then anybody else wants to do whatever. So I don't suggest especially when we're maybe not used to being all together because we've been so separated for the last couple of years. Don't force the Don't togetherness. Don't force togetherness. You just, you just want let to it happen create, naturally. Yeah, let it all happen naturally. Um, maybe like when you're doing the dishes. That's what I say. That's when I think everybody needs to come together when it's time to clean the kitchen. So think about that, all right? <laughs> but listen, we got a lot of show. we got Don Sanders in the house, and we got Alex Ramirez right after these messages. Well, now. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hey, everyone. I'm Alex of Fit for Life 805 and Teen Sports Radio. Uh, speaking to what Amy was talking about, um, the holidays and, and, you know, creating that safe space and having that conversation, being mindful of other people and yourself. For me, this year, this holiday, my wife and I said no to Thanksgiving with the family that, and it, you know, they understood and we spoke to them. We told them, this is what's going on. This is what's happening. We have to split up our Christmases because my family lives in Arizona. My wife's family lives in uh, Santa Cruz. So it's every year it's like Thanksgiving's one place. Thanksgiving's in another place. And we're always travel this year. We said, no, Nice. Congratulations. Congratulations. We don't want to go anywhere. All we want to do is spend time together and be with each other and worry about only ourselves and Mm. and have a good time with just us. And and that's what we did. And for Christmas now, we're going to go see my mom and my sister and have that good time with the family. And it's always good with them because, you know, we we tend to hang out with family members that just kind of don't like to add drama no drama no drama <laughs> no drama so, and that's how i am always i'm like no drama i avoid it if i know there's going to be drama i just don't go yes I, yes I, for I, emotion but no for drama yeah, yeah well exactly. done yeah, big, well, and big Alice boy. is demonstrating this practice that's called beautiful no which is just like Thank you and no, no excuse, no explanation, no, maybe an no explanation guilt. if you feel no, like it. Yeah, no guilt. And the thing that happens is if you say beautiful no to whatever, then you get to say beautiful yes to the things that really call to you, that really warm your heart. And so the practice of beautiful no opens up those other spaces for the things that are more nourishing 
right? So now he's going to visit his mom. I love it. I love that. All right. (laughs) Alex, thank you so much. Dawn, give me a beautiful yes. Yes, I wanted to uh, refer back. It'll show you how long I've been patiently waiting for a turn. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I want to refer back to um, Christine mentioning the Wheel of Fortune when she talked about her tarot card. And I think one of the things you can begin to do as a young person that you can cultivate and refine and modify all through your life is winning in the morning. Mm. You need to get up in the morning. You need to, and it goes back from there. You have to, you have to discipline yourself about when you go to bed, when you get off screens, you have to wake up in the morning and you need to know what starts the day right for you. For 38 years, I get up in the morning and I chant. And for some people that reference would be like prayer or setting intentions. So you need to get up and you need to set this process in motion You can always return back to that point every single day. And the more you dial in a morning routine, every new morning is a beautiful new possibility with Mm. all kinds of potential. You can come back to that that prime point every single day. It doesn't matter what happens because you think some people have things better than you, you know, not as not as good as you, but everybody, the wheel turns constantly for everybody. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're up, sometimes you're down. So you come back to that process so you can you can find yourself again and you can start from now. Like it's a new day. It's the morning. I can start from now. What a great nice. resolution for the new year. How are you going to start your day? How are you going to start your win in the morning? I love it. Right. And so, so if parents or whatever, you know, people you're going to see at the holidays, if you think an encounter with them, you're don't prejudge that it may it may not go well or whatever. It's like you try and you try and show up at your best self and you decide whether you can engage or whether you need to find places where you can remove. We've talked about both of those here and, and then see if you can engage and have a positive experience in a way maybe you never have before. Nice. All right. Get, everybody get up and stretch dance break. We have a wrap up right after these messages. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hi, it's Don Sanders, Don's Massage, Ojai.com. I'm I'm grateful for the way this morning got started here at El Rancho Pequeño. Sorry for Spanish speakers on my pronunciation. We call this place the Little Farm. But it was a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's been cool. We've had rain. It's a pretty awesome day. Nice. Dr. Amy. I am grateful for the still quiet place within that allows me to more often than not, but not always respond to situations rather than react to them. Genius. Christine. 
I am grateful for the reminder to start each new day out as to remember that it's each new day is a total fresh new beginning and then to align that in with the new year. Thank you so much for that, Don and 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 Erica. That's just something I I it's 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 got me thinking about how I want to start things tomorrow and in January. Nice. Dominique. I'm grateful to Erica for creating my little section called Hackett's Hookahs because I'm having so much fun understanding the quality of soulfulness that we can bring out in storytelling. Thank you. Dr. D, I didn't forget you. Huh? Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Do all the work. I will tell you that I am grateful for the group of people that I'm associated with who will be getting together on the 17th and 18th of December. Yeah! At the Libero Theater, Christine is one of those wonderful people. Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have a two day party, aren't we? It's exciting. Oh yeah, it's yeah. fun. Yeah, well, maybe we'll have the after well, party. Well, tell us specifically about the party. Come on. Santa Barbara Revels. <laughs> Santa Barbara Santa Revels. Santa Barbara Revels. Scottish Solstice Celebration, 2.30 and Woo-hoo. 7.30 Saturday the 17th, 2.30 on Sunday the 18th, Libero Theater. Get your tickets at libero.org. Nice. It's going to be so fun. It's awesome. Yep. Well, I want to, I, I got to think again. I want to thank Team Sports Radio listeners. We're growing and we're having fun. And I think we have uh, this community hour is definitely needed. And uh, let's ha hooga it for the rest of the week. God bless. See you next week. I'm unstoppable. I'm a bush of